Hello, this is Dr. Phil Quickdraw McGraw. Now you can't see it, but I'm winking at you right now because I care deeply about you and your health. That's why I urge you to spend every last nickel you have on my amazing new diet book. My diet book provides new and different ways to cheat fat. And believe me, my friends, nobody knows more about cheating than me. For instance, if you look closely at the cover, you'll notice I'm wearing a suit that's three times my size. That's just one of my tips on how to look thinner, and you'll find it in a chapter called Dress This Mess. Now, if your weight loss goal is to achieve my flabby, pasty, and mottled physique, then forget about that boring Atkins diet. My secret? Donuts. Mm, donuts. The fat man's vitamin. So buy my book and put more money in my wallet. You can be a fat ass just like me. It's Brit Summers at the Brit Summers Show. Yeah, if you listen to Dr. Ronnie, we, you would think we have a uh, dynamo, a superman with x-ray vision ruining this country. Don't like all the heartburn. Dum, dum, dum. Every time I see dum, 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 dum. that retarded dimwit dum, 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 on my TV. President comes in, Republicans muscled in, and an articulate idiot. I don't know why they would want this guy, but now he's here. We're screwed the next four years with President Thumbshit. Summer show coming at you live from a country that's being gaslighted day by day by wealthy old white men. Welcome everyone on 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN and SoFloRadio.com, FYINation.com, GDPR Revolution 99.com, Stitcher, Patreon, SoundCloud, and of course, TheBritSummerShow.com. And if you want to hear what I really played at the open of the show, uh, tune into my online version at uh, thebritsummershow.com, SoundCloud, and you'll have a chance to catch up with everybody else. Well, have you been gaslighted yet? Are you gaslighted? Every day. Every day. As Buddy Holly once said, it doesn't stop. And then you had this clown, this 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 <laughs> military Dr. Ronnie Jackson. Uh, 
Oh, you don't have to call him Ronnie, or you don't have to call him Johnny, but you doesn't have to call him Dr. Jackson. In fact, you doesn't have to call him doctor at all because he's a quack. Quack. He's a Navy doctor, and uh, he might be uh, better off just staying in the service because uh, after lying like that with that uh, fantasy diagnosis, uh, <laughs> yeah, I doubt he'll have a, a successful practice. I, I doubt anybody would want to walk into the door, uh, into the uh, medical offices of Dr. Ronnie Jackson. Oh, he's fine. Oh, there's nothing wrong. Why, he's strong as a bull. He'll live for 200 years. And why, he's not fat at all. Uh, <laughs> all of you 350 million people must be seeing things. This man is not fat. <laughs> why, he's slim and trim. And Buddy Hackett, he's still alive. Oh, why, why stop there? Just keep going, Dr. Ronnie. Oh, there's so much. There's so much. And, and I have to be careful because in the first part of the show, I, I have to uh, speak as if I'm not in the Oval Office. I have to say clean words, nice, clean, homogenized words. So if you want to hear me with the shackles off, with the muzzle off, uh, tune into the second half of the show. <laughs> no, Trump isn't fat. <laughs> We're the ones that are on drugs. We're the ones on LSD. We see a fat man when actually he's a very young, uh, uh, thin guy with a full head of hair. <clears throat> and he doesn't take that, whatever it's called, propecia or something. That uh, after a certain amount of time, it's just a waste of money. Uh, <laughs> and it also makes you crazy. It's got a lot of side effects that we're witnessing right now. One of the side effects uh, that uh, we're fortunate to not to see is that it makes your pee-pee really tiny. And that leads to other uh, psychosis. So, Dr. Jackson, he's uh, driving his new Maybach now uh, before uh, lying in front of the entire country and making up that fairy tale, that fantasy uh, that uh, Trump is <laughs> 239 pounds. More like, add another 100 pounds to that, and then you may really have his weight. More like, he's got to be well over 300 pounds. He's a big, fat turd. Like most of the people who support him, still the 30 percenters out there. Big, fat, lazy turds uh, munching on their Tide Pods. Uh, you know, <laughs> the way I see it, <laughs> anybody who eats a Tide Pod and dies, well, let's just chalk that up to a process of elimination, okay? Because they're only going to grow up to be Republicans anyway. Anybody that's stupid. Anybody who, who hates themselves that much looking for an escape, all I can say is, Bye, bye, bye! But if you order this Dr. Jackson, as, as he was ordered to do, if you order him to tell everybody to eat Tide Pods, he'd be happy to do it because he is only following orders. And that's what he was doing. He's following orders and he's probably driving a brand new Maybach as we speak. And I'll say it again. Anybody dumb enough to believe one word that came out of that so-called Dr. Quack's mouth, uh, start eating your Tide Pods now. They're really pretty to look at. They must taste good, too. Uh, you got orange and blueberry flavored with the, uh, it must be a cream-filled treat with, with uh, like a, a little orange-orange, raspberry red, loudmouth lime, choo-choo uh, cherry. And of course, there's always goofy grape, everybody's favorite. 
So go ahead, start popping them now. I know I'm going to start eating Tide Pods if I have to watch that State of the Onion address. I don't think I'm going to watch it. I don't think I can stand it. I'll watch the highlights the following day. But that's why Trump didn't respond to the uh, false alarm, the uh, nuclear warning uh, system that was <laughs> somebody screwed up. But that's why he didn't respond to that. First of all, he, he's not the type of president to respond to any kind of tragedy, unless, of course, it, has, it involves his white supremacist base. Uh, he doesn't care about anything else. The fires in California, the mudslides in California. By the way, James Taylor, he's fine. And that's why they call him Mudslide Slim. I just had to say that. But that's why he didn't say nothing about it. And Republicans, rank and file, don't think that, they don't believe that Hawaii's uh, part of the United States. They think it's a fern country. They think it's uh, way over there in the middle of the ocean, surrounded by lots of water. And uh, what's that got to do with Merck? And uh, oh, it's uh, a foreign country just like Puerto Rico is a foreign country, a, a way off, far-flung land like the Isles of Langerhan. They don't know what it is. Most Republicans haven't been out of their backyard. Most Republicans can't see past their, their big, fat stomachs. Most Republicans never left their county. Most Republicans don't know, wouldn't know Europe, wouldn't know Canada unless they saw it on TV. And, and pretty much every show that they watch on TV is made in Canada. Hey, look, that looks just like the big concrete city in New York. Uh, no, that's Vancouver. X-Files, all of them. They were all made in, uh, in Canada, especially the Netflix, <laughs> the Netflix shows. <laughs> every one of them is Canadian. Dark Matter, which is a very good show and was unfairly canceled by sci-fi, which is not unusual for them. Uh, very, so it's Canadians in space. It's very Canadian. I, I, if you like sci-fi, if you like um, outer space, if you liked Firefly on Netflix, watch uh, Dark Matter. It's pretty good. And, you'll, and it's three seasons long, and then sci-fi canceled it, and there's no reason why Netflix can't pick it up from there. I mean, every other show on there is made in Canada. Why not have that one? Anyway, getting back to uh, our mighty president, Bunghole, who has perfect x-ray vision, according to this doctor. He, he can see, he can't read. Not, he doesn't read at all, but I, it's been suspected that he can't read because he cannot see. Uh, he has very bad eyesight and he won't wear glasses. Don't tell me this guy isn't vain enough not to wear glasses. He's that vain. He refuses to wear glasses. And what did this doctor say? He's got better vision than Ray Milland. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't say he, wore, he, he weighed 139 pounds. I'm surprised. In a fantasy world, you could say anything you want. You could say he was uh, he's seven foot tall and weighs 139 pounds and has the physique of Charles Atlas. Why didn't he just keep going? I mean, the rest of everything else was made up. This fat slob pops Big Macs like Pez candies, and, and uh, he's telling everyone, well, it's his jeans. He's got great jeans. Hey, he comes from good stock. Yeah. And that, uh, yeah, from, from Norway, from Norwegian, where there, uh, are there any blacks? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Boy, are we stupid. We've got to be, this is the age of stupidity. We had, let's see, we had the jet age. <laughs> uh -huh. We had the modern age. Oh, that was a furniture store. <laughs> but this is the stupid age. And then I attribute it all to media, which I'll get to at another point. But uh, 
We're, we're really stupid. This has got to be, without a doubt, we're, we're just lucky. The generations before us, all the work they put into it, we're living off of that. Any good life you're experiencing right now, that's the remnants of what was built by the middle class many years ago. Because it doesn't exist anymore, so we owe them a, a great deal of thanks. Because that's what we're all living on right now. Unless you're Trump, then you can live off Big Macs. Big Macs and donuts. That's a good, healthy diet. Big Macs, donuts, and Tide Pods. That's, a, that's according to, that's the uh, recommended daily nutritional diet uh, by this uh, quack. Dr. Ronnie, you don't have to call me Jackson. I gained a ton. I had to let my pants out far too wide. It wasn't long before I realized I gained so much weight I gained a ton What used to be a rockin' superstar Now needs a shoehorn to get in his car I gained too much weight I gained a ton I ate too much I'm pasty pudge I gained a ton Many Twinkies, Cressada cakes, Halibut made the room stinky from that big baby room. Gained too much weight, I'd gone too far, got big fat buns. I gained a ton, now my cholesterol is far too high. You got to wonder why I haven't died from all of this weight. Like John Goodman from the back And with the beard I look like Wolfman Jack I'm a big Harry A Gain too much weight I can't see my shoes My thing is gone I've gained A ton What I think my heart is stopping <laughs> Thank you for calling the optometric offices of Drs. Lecter and Milland. We now specialize in the removal of foreign objects from the eye by using the new lipoectomy system. This simple procedure provides instant relief to our patients by fastening a pair of high-powered suction hoses to their eye sockets. Your new eyes will be skillfully duplicated by Dr. Milland himself in durable glass. Thanks for the patience. We'll be with you momentarily. The best music. Thank goodness it's fun with Brittany Summers on the Brit Summers Show. I'm addicted to food, shoving jelly donuts down with macaroons. Drake cakes, tasty cakes, bar, Stromboni, macaroni, chocolate, mallow, Mars, and ringdings. Potato lockers, too. I need another pizza, I'm a big balloon. I grew another chin and I can't see my shoes. Drowning in a sea of bad, in a sea of bad. 
sisters go together Now I've got the runs from having too much fun Where's the TV guide? I'm dying They try to say it's bad for you To live your life Getting high on food, yes, so what? It's really no big deal I'm gonna do whatever I feel Even if I wind up like Cody FM 1470 WWN and the Brit Summer Show. You know what's breathing a sigh of relief right now? My power bill. Yeah, it's been nice and cool lately, and uh, right now I'm saving hundreds of dollars because of this uh, nice cool weather. And uh, I ain't complaining. I know there's a lot of people complaining about uh, the cold weather, but uh, my checkbook's enjoying it. I'm going to get, and I didn't have time to do this, I want to get George Rodriguez on the show. I don't know. Maybe I will if I have time. I run out of time. That's the problem. So maybe on the next show, when I talk to him, I'm going to get local for a minute because this has international impact, and I'll tell you why. You've heard of Miami Beach. Now, most people who have never been to Florida uh, think that all of Florida is Miami Beach, and that's the prop. That's been the media's fault for for decades. When you think of Florida, it's Miami Beach. If you've ever watched the uh, great show called Dexter that was on Showtime, that took place in Miami. Or, or let's uh, go to the big hit shows that everybody's familiar with, the Miami Vice, uh, NCIS, whatever it is. It's all Miami Beach. It's all palm trees and cocktails and pretty girls running on the beach. That It's not. You're talking about maybe a two or three square mile piece of... Uh, property that's east miami the rest of it not only don't you want to see it you don't want to drive there the worst drivers in the world are in miami and not so i shouldn't talk i'm in broward county which is north of there and driving is just as bad driving gets slightly better the more north you go up until you hit orlando then you get bad driving again but the reason i'm bringing this up is because with all the news about this dossier, this uh, Fusion GPS dossier, and uh, everyone listening is fully aware, even though you don't live here, you're aware about not not just the Russians infiltrating our electoral process. Uh, they're buying property. It, everybody knows New York. They're buying buildings left and right, especially Brooklyn. They own Brooklyn now. But down here, Trump owned properties. 
and selling it to a Russian oligarchian family called the Blavatniks. Now, yeah, check out the Blavatniks. Go Google that and you'll find that they're billionaire oligarchs and they're buying all of Miami Beach right up to Sunny Isles. And to prove my point, read the editorial that was written by Fusion GPS and they'll mention that these Russian oligarchs are buying property in Sunny Isles. And Sunny Isles is the north part of Miami Beach. I mean, the very north. You go a little bit north of there, you're in Hallandale, which is technically Broward, than uh, then, uh, then Hollywood. Anyway, they own condominium after condominium after condominium. And I don't think Trump sold it to him. I think he traded it to him because he's so... He owed, what was it, 300 million he owed them, or almost a half a billion dollars. So that was his odd of the deal, see? Uh, he was uh, trading and swapping and uh, doing, uh, giving them all these properties. Now, we have a goober, goober, notorial race uh, coming up in November. And uh, just so happens that the mayor, Mr. Mayor himself, Philip Levine, uh, threw his uh, dirty underwear into the ring. And uh, it's dirty, all right, because uh, he's in tight with the Blavatnik family. Now, like I said, look it up on Google and you'll see the Blavatniks are billionaire oligarchs and their puppet boy is Phil Levine. And he wants to run for governor. And what that means is, and here's, I'm coming to the real problem with this. All right, he's a puppet of uh, the Russian oligarchs. And he's running for governor as a Democrat. And now, because I'm involved with all of these Democratic organizations, now he's starting to make speaking engagements. I ran into a problem, and I'm not going to mention who it was, but I ran into a problem at one of these meetings. Uh, it was suggested, uh, who, can, who can we get for the next meeting? Let's get Philip Levine. I'm, I'm like, I went, no! And they all looked at me because they don't know who he is. Look up Philip Levine Blavatnik, and it'll come up, and you'll see what I'm talking about. This is He is a Russian operative, and he's running for governor of Florida. He's a multimillionaire, and he contributed to the Trump campaign. And he's running as a Democrat. So whenever you hear this from the DNC, whenever you hear, vote blue no matter who, <laughs> you had better find out goddamn well enough who, who it is, who it is you're voting for. Every candidate you see, do not watch the TV ads. Do not pay attention to them. You get their name. And, and, and while we still have the internet available to us, <laughs> you can research it yourself. Every name you're pondering about voting for, or and we got the primaries, I think they're coming up in August. Uh, whoever you're thinking about, look it up. Check their voting record. It's easy to do. But this is what we're facing here in Florida. We have... Uh, Okay, here's a Russian operative running as a Democrat. The DNC is backing, uh, last, uh, last I heard, 18 neoliberal pro-Wall Street candidates because they still haven't learned their lesson that nobody wants to vote for them anymore. And everybody who thinks they're going to get a free cocktail at the parties, at the uh, donor parties, good for you because your candidate's going to lose. They're going to lose. 
And here's the DNC's current attitude about the upcoming November midterms. Well, Trump's doing so bad, his numbers are so low. All we have to do is sit back and endorse whoever we like, and they'll get in. If they got a D by their name, they'll get elected. That's the attitude that lost 2016. Well, just remember, you heard it here first, because uh, no one else is talking about it. Philip Levine, currently mayor of Miami Beach, Florida, is a Russian operative. No, I'm not a conspiracist. You just look it up and you'll see for yourself. And remember, it's the Blavatnik family. The Blavatniks. I'm not making that up. I'm not making it up like Trump uh, weighs uh, two pounds and he's uh, 60 feet tall like this Dr. Uh, Ronnie, it doesn't have to call me, Jackson did. And he's got uh, he's got better eyesight than Raymond Land with his one strand of hair that he's trying to keep in there with scotch tape. Oh, we got Soros, ladies and gentlemen. This is really bad. It's frightening. I can't take too much butter. It shoots right out my ass. Pepper and paprika blew me to the can. No, no, I can't take squash and asparagus. And I can't take too much butter I can't take it at all My ass burns from Olestra And especially Sorbitol No, no, my feet start dropping in the quick step I gotta grab a hold of my pants It ain't that I don't like to eat butter I just can't take the chance No, 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 I can't take too much butter It goes through me too fast Every time I eat it, I have to change my pants. I can't 95.3 FM 1470 WWNN, the Brit Summer Show. And another thing about Florida, uh, we're getting a high-speed rail. Oh, we're going through that again. Uh, we had so many uh, corrupt debacles with high-speed rail. Uh, first, uh, for those who don't live here, let me explain that. It, it, our terrain is such that it would be very simple to it's about it's about uh two to three hours depending on traffic time of day and all two to three hours to drive from here to orlando uh the magic condom and uh, orlando's in a metropolitan area and there's a lot of business going in between the two in between is nothing but cow towns in between the tri-county area where i live and Orlando is cow towns. Nothing. There's, there's two roads, 95 and the turnpike. And both, uh, you fall asleep at the wheels, the most boring drive you ever took in your life. And putting a, a high-speed rail there is a very good idea because the terrain is completely flat. And it's a direct it's a direct line. You just take a pencil and you draw from here or right to Orlando. So on paper, it really looks good. It makes for a great proposal. But the crooks can't keep, <laughs> the crooks just can't stop stealing. And not too long ago, we had, uh, I say it was, oh, maybe 15 years ago, I guess. They had the bullet train. Oh, we were going to get the bullet train. It was going to go from here. That, that's a Jeb Bush thing. Jeb Bush. Uh, the bullet train is going to go from here to Orlando in like uh, 10 seconds. Never materialized. Uh, all this money was approved and somebody got it. And I don't remember all the details, but somebody um, <laughs> made off with a bag full of cash on that deal. Yeah, the bullet train. 
uh, <laughs> and and we have a monorail down in uh, Miami, which is uh, it'll take you to uh, nowhere. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was in the 1980s. They built a monorail that only goes to downtown and to uh, Shorty's Barbecue. That's the mentality here. So <laughs> you could go from Shorty's Barbecue to downtown. That's it. And uh, and I never. I, what's wrong with a monorail? I I always thought it was a great idea. Disney had their first monorail. Nobody got hurt, but their uh, accident, I guess. Since they opened, what seventy five? No, they opened in like seventy one. Disney World, and they haven't had an accident till now. That's pretty good. Monorail seemed to be a good idea. How often do you hear about a monorail accident? So I don't know why monorails are like frowned upon by engineering I, they seem okay to me and they're fun to be on uh the uh, the trains however we have uh compared to europe compared to japan and china we have uh 1930s style well no, 1930s were, those were streamliners those are even more advanced than what we have now we have diesel trucks on uh on train wheels we have chuggalugs we have uh what you call <laughs> Locomotives. We're we're so far behind in this country, and the trains that they have here are just uh, just a diesel engine pulling cars, nothing fancy. I think tops is maybe sixty miles an hour. Or something like that. Not much. Uh, and the, meanwhile, these other trains in uh, Europe and Japan and China and Germany, they're going uh, two, three hundred miles an hour. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they're electric, though. That I have to look that up. Uh, but we got chug-a-lug diesels here. And they're, <laughs> they're putting another high-speed rail project up uh, that's going to be done, they say, in 2019. Okay. Well, they introduced the new train... <laughs> And it's called the Bright Train. It's bright. It's light. It's bright. And what it is, uh, is one of these chug-a-lug diesel trains. And they put, like, I guess a fiberglass fascia on it to make it look, make it, make it appear like it's a futuristic train. Uh, they put, like, a, um, I don't know if it's aluminum or fiberglass, but they put, like, a nose cone on it to make it look very streamlined and modern. You know, like what trains will look like in the 90s, the 1990s. Or 1890s. Uh, it's just a diesel engine. And already a woman got killed. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the woman got killed. It's just everything here is such a mess. Everything's a debacle. They can't do anything right. Some woman got killed. And that was on the debut. The introduction of the Bright Line or the Bright Train. or the <laughs> whoever, Whatever they're going to call it. Bright something. And just today, just today, a cyclist, some guy riding a bicycle, uh, got killed by uh, another. Uh, well, uh, long story short, uh, they're shutting the project down. They <laughs> can't get anything right here. It's South Florida. So they're, they're shutting the project down until further notice, until they figure out what the hell went wrong. So... If you live here and you're listening on my terrestrial end, don't expect any uh, high-speed rail anytime soon. We're just not going to get none. 
and the song playing under me, that that's uh, Duke Ellington from 1939, where the trains were even more modern than the ones we have now. Travel from Key West to Jacksonville in less than 15 minutes on the Florida Bullet Train. Thanks to your well-researched landslide vote. Now boarding the Bullet Train for Yahoo Junction, Apopka, and Cucamonga. Why just take the monorail for some barbecue when the Bullet Train can take you all the way from Tampa right into Biscayne Bay? Where you can explore the tropical barrier reefs made entirely of Cuban Buicks. Your vote of confidence and the credibility of elected officials has finally paid off. Take the Florida Bullet Train. For travel information on the Florida Bullet Train, call... Wait a minute. Wait. Oh. You have been listening to The Brit Summer Show on 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN. Uh, just a reminder for my terrestrial audience... The Oakland Park Democratic Club 2018 President's Day Gala will be Monday, February 19th at 7 p.m. And for every ticket you buy, you get a dinner, a show, and we're going to have surprise speakers and a lot of other surprises. It's a lot of fun. Last year uh, was a smash, so you don't want to miss it. Uh, and I'll be there, too, so you could stop by and say hi. Uh, ticket prices are $60 pre-sale. Resale means if you buy them online, uh, they're 60. And if you wait till you go to the door, they're 65. That includes everything. Open house bar, dinner, show, speakers, and even me. Uh, if you don't drink, it's only $40 uh, pre-sale and 45 at the door. And that's going to be at Lips at uh, 1421 East Oakland Park Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale. Uh, if you want more information on that, uh, go to opdc.club. That's opdc.club. So that wraps up the first half of the Brit Summer Show for my terrestrial audience. So if you really want to hear me go crazy, stay tuned for more. On the second half of the Brit Summer Show, for everybody else, thanks for tuning in on 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN. The only licensed transgendered broadcaster. Licensed? <laughs> well, you're tuned to the place where you'll hear the truth. It's the Brit Summer Show. And that's the truth. That's the truth, baby! I found some pants I used to fit in When I had no flap and only one chin Back when I had a life when I was thin
Summer Show on GDPR Revolution 99.com, FYI Nation.com, SoFloRadio.com, and uh, all the other assorted and assundry other.coms that, that you can hear the show on. I don't know yet if I'm going to go to this week's protest. Uh, the real reason is I may have business to do this weekend. I, I'm not sure yet. If I don't, I think I'll go. But you never, but you never know. I might get a check from George Soros. Isn't that right, right wing hate talkers out there? <clears throat> right-wing media. Isn't that right? I'll get a check if I go. George Soros, he's writing it right now. He's writing it in Bitcoin, and he's going to send it to me. Oh, you've got to watch that. On Netflix, there's a Bitcoin doc. You've got to watch it. <laughs> Bitcoin. Talk about how stupid people are. See, it works like this. You send them your money, and uh, they disappear. <laughs> Really, that's that's. Uh, there's this guy who wanted to make a Bitcoin exchange. Why it was right next door to the New York Stock Exchange for authenticity, <laughs> the Bitcoin exchange, and uh, and it's this guy here talking like this here. Yeah, Bitcoin. It's the way of the future. That's what it is. Yeah, write me a check and uh, we'll give you a Bitcoin or whatever it is. So they put up a. They rented this space. They put up some uh, flat screens to look really really impressive. <laughs> And they had all these facts and figures rolling by on the Bitcoin. And within a couple of months, it was out of business. So uh, I forgot what the name of it. There was a, a centrally located website where it was like kind of like the bank that held your money. And everybody sent their money to buy Bitcoins in there. Millions and millions of dollars. And it just, uh, well, it disappeared. Whoops. Yeah, Bitcoin. There you go. I wonder how many Bitcoiners voted for Trump. I bet a lot of them did. They're easily swayed. Yeah, President Shitmouth. I can say it now. I'm online. Did he really say that? Could he really have said that? Of, co of course. Of course he said that. I'm certain he said a lot worse. Oh, he makes Nixon look like a Boy Scout. Uh, because you can hear Nixon's tapes. And if you think what Nixon said was wrong, was bad, uh, you can only imagine what this fat shit for brains is saying. Oh, did I say fat? He can't be fat. Why? He only, according to Dr. Ronnie Jackson, he only weighs 239 little tiny pounds. He is such... A big, fat piece of shit. Oh, I, I shouldn't say that because uh, that's libelous. And he wants, he wants new laws to, uh, that don't libel Trump. What a despot. What, what a dick-tater. He puts the dick in taters. Uh, right now, there aren't any federal libel laws. Well, he wants federal libel laws so that he can dick 
dictate what people say about him. Like when people like me say he's an illiterate fat fuck, like everybody who supports him still. Like 30% of this country, illiterate dumb fucks who hate themselves, their lives, and don't care if this planet burns into a little cinder, into a little ash. Because, because, why? Because Jesus. They want that. They really believe that uh, the rapture, the, the rapture is coming, the rupture. And that's, uh, they like the idea of the rupture because uh, you get naked and float in the air. <laughs> wee, wee. Uh, in the 1980s, uh, Reagan uh, shut down a lot of these uh, institutions for the mentally impaired. In other words, happy hotels, places to send the retards. Well, he shut them all down, and they all became Republican representatives. They all ran for Congress and, and the Senate as a Republican. And that's what we have. And if you listen to some of the things that they're saying, uh, yeah, they, they belong in a loony bin. And we should reopen the loony bins and put all the Republicans back in there. Uh, because uh, look what they're doing to this country. Look what they're doing to our lives. I've heard of this uh, rich guy that uh, he lives in a multi-million dollar home. I don't know him personally, but this is what I'm told. And uh, he's a Trumper, a big Trump supporter. Yeah, when you're that rich, you have to support uh, uh, the Republican, I guess. That's the rules. Just ask any doctor. Uh, ask Dr. Uh, Jackson. And uh, he had a multi-million dollar home in this area. And uh, he has to get rid of it because of this tax bill that they, they passed, this, this tax scam. He's a guy he can no longer write off the interest on the house. It's costing him more to live there than he expected. So he's selling it and moving into a smaller home. He can afford to do it, but uh, he's one of those Trumpers who just can't understand what happened. Huh? And they just can't understand it. As long as that black guy's gone, they're happy. They don't care if they lose their house. They don't care if they lose their lives, their loved ones, the, the, the place they live. As, as, long, as long as there's a white guy in the Oval Office and the best they could do was orange. But I will say this. I, will, I have to give it to the RNC. They did something that the DNC still does not want to do. And that is let the voters, the registered voters, vote for who they want. Do not put a gun to our heads again and do not threaten us with somebody we don't want to vote for. You know, I'm in a position with uh, people who really didn't want to vote for Trump and hated Hillary that much. I'm in a position now when I'm talking to them, it's hard to defend. Uh, They're not happy with what's going on. Uh, Some Republicans I know. And what were they going to do? They just could not bring themselves to vote for Hillary. Now, if Bernie was on the table, I'm saying it again, okay? Screw everybody who doesn't like it. If Bernie was on that ticket, he would have won. And they would have voted for him. We would have got half of the Republican Party voting for Bernie as, with all of, uh, I'd say, 90% of the Democrats. And just the uh, upper crust would be unhappy about it. But they don't learn that lesson. They just don't learn. In fact, down here, Phil Levine, I just told you about him. The, the uh, Russian oligarch puppet. The Russian operative. The mayor of Miami Beach. Oh, he's a Democrat. Let's vote for him. Wee, wee. Let's just. Nobody does any homework. Nobody does any research. It's going to kill us. 
And I'm telling you right here and now, if November goes south, uh, I'm out of these uh, political groups. It's a, just a waste of time. I'm trying. Um, I got to tell you that uh, I'm very honored that I have been uh, elected to go to the uh, lobbying days in Tallahassee for lobbying for women's rights or women's issues. And uh, I'm humbled and uh, I'm, I'm very proud of that. Uh, I'm going to do my best when I'm up there. There won't be any show, I think, beginning of uh, February uh, because I'll be in Tallahassee lobbying. But and I'm going to do my best. I try very hard, but it's just one. And I'm talking about Democrats. It's just one obstacle after another. Nobody wants to cooperate. The DNC doesn't want to listen to anybody. This is what we're facing. This is what we're up against. We're up against two things. One, the DNC, who is a clusterfuck, and uh, the media. So it's two obstacles we have to overcome. And I say the media because Democrats don't understand it. I find myself in a position of explaining everything, how the media works. I, I think it's just general people in general don't get how the media works, don't understand it. It's like whatever's on the TV, that's, uh, that's it. No, there, there's a lot of uh, inner workings. There's a lot of very involved, well-orchestrated things that you see on television that you're, you're not aware of. Intern in a TV station just for a day. Just intern in there. Well, and some of them will let you if you just hang out and behave yourself. You see what goes on. First of all, it's a set. Second of all, it's all scripted. All of it's scripted. When you watch a news program whether it's local or national, whatever it is, uh, they're putting on a show. It's not like before, back in the Ed Murrow days, back, back in the old CBS News days and all. That wasn't putting on a show. That was giving you the news. You know, it was some uh, hard-ass, hard, grizzled old journalists that were just hammering out news stories that they felt were important. Uh, not changing the news stories, just delivering them to you. That's the way it used to be. Now it's a show. Now it's uh, TV entertainment. Patty Chayefsky was right on target. You watch Network, that's what we got now. He was about 30 years off, but it, it's exactly what we got now. Now, uh, moving on, I got a request for the towel, the moist towelette song. And as I always say in a show, if I do get a request online, I, I will honor it if I can find it. That's the caveat. If I have it and I find it, I'll play it for you. Well, this is the Moist Towelette song, and it has to do with George Rodriguez, which that brings us back to a local show again, because <laughs> I have to give a whole backstory on it. And uh, rather than play I'll play it in an upcoming show, but I'm going to save it for that person listening out there. I'm going to save it till I get George on the show, and it just would make more sense in that case. And I, I want George on the show because I want him to discuss his views on Jeff Sessions, <laughs> there's no foremost authority on marijuana than George Rodriguez. And that's why I want to have him on here. I, I would have done it this week. I just don't have the time. Uh, maybe next week I'll have the time afforded me to do that. And uh, I'll ask him. I'm sure he'll be happy to do it. Uh, just a little uh, preview. George Rodriguez was the producer of the Neil Rogers show, of which I was part of. And uh, he's kind of like semi-retired now. He doesn't really do shows anymore. But oh, we'll get more into that when I have him on. And I say semi-retired because there's no work out there to be had uh, for people like us. 
anymore in this area, especially in this area. But George will be on to discuss uh, Sessions and his war against pot, which is so insane. Everybody... Everybody in every agency and every department are insane. I didn't get the stinky zinky yet. I'm saving that. Stinky zinky with his own very personal uh, coin. And he has a personal flag that he has coxa hoisted when he shows up in the office. This stinky zinky in his little, uh, what is it? Uh, Whitefish, Montana. I got to have George on there because he'll know about Whitefish, Montana. But yeah, the little munchkin, the little, uh, little elf. Jeff Sessions, he's doing the work of Jesus because he's going he's gonna to stop everybody from smoking pot because that old fucker's living in 1931. Hey, Jude, I'll bet you God won't be coming to get you. He won't take just anyone, only good Christian sheep and no heaps. Start hanging on that Bible. Listening to the Brit Summer Show. Did you know that thanks to the Nazis that the Fox viewers put in office, the Department of Homeland Security now has a branch called the Department of Religious Freedom? Now, uh, let me give you the actual title of that office that they could not use. It would not have been politically correct to say it this way, but the actual name of that office should be the Ministry of Final Solutions. And what I mean by that is the final solution is only white middle-aged people, cocks, uh, mostly fat, overweight men, and some, some selected white women, those uh, willing to be obedient little <clears throat> things, they will be spared the wrath of the religious freedom office. Everybody else. Me, possibly you. Uh, let's see. Let's go down the, the list here. Jews, blacks, uh, Muslims, and anybody else with uh, skin that's darker than alabaster white. Oh, wait a minute. That would include Trump, wouldn't it? Uh, everybody else goes. I think that the Office of Religious Freedom is here to design and execute. Yeah, I use that word on purpose. Uh, the final solution. And it's not really Trump. It's everybody surrounded himself with these uh, 
religious fanatical fundamentalists that that uh, hate everybody, uh, or maybe they just don't, but they're making millions on it because uh, the dumb mugwumps do. They hate everything. They do not understand. It, it's not a matter of trying to understand different cultures and different styles, different people, different different ways of life. They don't want to know because Jesus. Meanwhile. They're molesting young children and getting away with it. They're stealing from each other and killing each other because Jesus. They hide behind that. And that's who's running this country right now. And just to give you some idea, who's running things at the DHS? Uh, the senior advisor there, his name, his name is Frank Wuko, which uh, it's W-U-C-O, which should be changed to W-A-C-O for wacko. And uh, he he's one of these uh, born again. He's not born. This guy's a, a grifter. This guy's one of those uh, circus barkers, a, a, a bigoted homophobe who's, who, who, like the rest of the bigoted homophobes, uh, they're in the closet like a lot of these pastors. Now, check out what this guy said and how he got appointment. I don't know. This slid by me. I, I guess they kept it with one of those secret overnight appointments. How this guy can be appointed. Listen to what he said. This is a quote. He had a uh, a talk show, naturally, had a right-wing talk show. I don't know what station it was on, if it, if it was on any station at all. It might have been an online thing. I, I can't find out. But it, if it's all about hatred, then I'm sure he was gainfully employed by radio stations somewhere. Because the owner management of radio stations in this business now, uh, they're nothing but... Uh, and here's the funniest part. Uh, these guys, these who's ever left owning radio stations, who got six figures or better, the millionaires, not billionaires, but just under that, the millionaires, like I said earlier in the show, they're suffering. They're in the bucket of shit with everybody else now because this tax cut was for the super, ooper, duper rich. It had nothing to, millionaires are having to sell property. Uh, not that they're going to be hurting any, but they're going to lose money because of this. And they just don't understand why. Uh, so this guy here, he's quoted as saying, transgender, and remember, this guy's a senior advisor to the Department of Homeland Security. He said in 2016, transgenders are sick people. I don't know how he sounds, but I'm going to do a southern mugwump voice. How often do you hear or see or encounter anybody who suffers from this malady? And I have a deep sympathy for people like this. Why, well, I wouldn't want to spend five minutes inside their heads. No, you wouldn't, but you'd like to spend more than five minutes in my ass. You'd like to be munching me out between my legs because I know it's guys like you who every night you're a spooing and a splooging all over your keyboard, jerking your tiny cock off to pictures of me. You probably have as much child pornography on your hard drive as any other pastor would. And like I said last week, you want to bust somebody for child molestation or trafficking children and prostitution? Look for your nearest pastor. Just look around the corner. Is his name pastor? That's the guy. Because they all are. Oh, you're generalizing. No, I'm genitalizing because they all are. You can't pick up a paper. 
You can't go anywhere online without seeing daily headlines that this pastor or that pastor or this pastor uh, got busted for child pornography. And this guy's right in that club going after transgender. Whenever they go after something, that's what they're guilty of. It's easy to see uh, because it's reflectionism. Uh, they, <laughs> those who scream the loudest. Yeah, you don't like transgenders, but I'll, I'll bet I got you off every night when, with my pictures online. And for those of you listening, wanting to find my pictures online, well, I scrubbed as many as I can, but <laughs> you can only go so far. I don't have a team of ITs to do that. I, I did pretty good, but you'll still find uh, my pictures up there. They were stolen years ago, and they're still floating around up there in the cloud. Nothing I could do about it. So if you do find uh, sexy pictures of me online, all I can say is <laughs> enjoy. Squirt, squirt. But there is... There is a, a silver lining to this, I see, because uh, I've got no stake in this game. Uh, at the, the transcribing of this particular show, there is no word on, on whether or not the uh, government will be shut down or not. Uh, I think it will be. And if you ask me, I say shut it down. Shut this government down until November. Shut it down tight. Don't pay the military, don't pay nobody, and then let the stock market crash as it's going to. That I don't know from the stock market. I don't know about money. I'm no kind of a, a financial pundit. I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes, but I do know logic. And logically, this can't keep going like this. I do know that this stock market is going to crash. And when it do... It'll be fun to watch all of the hedge fund managers, the hedge funders, the, the uh, stockbrokers, all of these hot shots that are gentrifying people right out of their neighborhoods where you can't afford to live there anymore. It'll be fun to watch them all jump out of the window like it's 1929 and plunge into a bloody pool of uh, chopped meat uh, on the sidewalk. That would be wonderful to see. And let me tell you why. Because that's what happened in 1929. They all jumped out of the fucking window and died. And what happened? They put in a socialist president. And his name was Roosevelt, or Roosevelt, depending where you're from. And if we were smart, we'd put Bernie Sanders in there, who will rebuild this country as FDR did. And we'll have and we'll have a middle class again because we don't have one now. It is destroyed. If you think you're a middle class person, you're just living on fumes. Uh, because it, they want it again, and they're doing their best. Listen, listen, people with more money than anybody in the middle class, multi-millionaires, they're losing their ass too. This is only a billionaire's club, not millionaire. So we're in, we're in more company than we thought it would be. Uh, yeah, let the uh, stock market crash, shut the government down, and give this country the kick in the ass that it got in 1929 because that's the only way. That's the only way people are going to wake up and, and, and change things for the better and, and build this country back up with a middle class like after World War II. Reagan's the one who started to dismantle the middle class. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes many years. And in this case, about 30 years or so. And it's working. And I'm sorry, but Obama didn't help. Mr. Corporate Lover. He, he's a wonderful guy to watch on, uh, David Letterman and everything. But uh, he... He never met a Wall Streeter he didn't like. He, uh, I don't want to get into that now, but he, he didn't help. And there's a guy who came from the middle class. 
But anybody you know that's a big fan of like the World War II movies and uh, watches uh, Turner Classic Films and all that, you know, because of the the, the heroism, you know, the, 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 what we've ac- what we accomplished in World War II and in 1946, the kids who came back, uh, the fortunate ones, uh, they uh, well, depending on what you mean by fortunate, so a lot of them were injured, but uh, they are the ones that built the backbone and they made a lot of mistakes. They made a lot of mistakes, and they took the country in a, uh, a lot of wrong directions, but you got to hand it to them. They're the real heroes, that generation, because they're the ones that built the middle class. Prior to that, prior to World War II, there wasn't any. It's what we kind of where we're going right now. Rich and poor, rich and poor, the Bennets and the Serbs. I've got my reasons. Nasdaq was tumbling down. Podcast slash radio show you've been listening to is the Brit Summer Show for what it's worth, as the uh, Buffalo Springfield one said. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, the donate button keeps me alive. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, as they say at Caesar's Pizza, thank you, thank you. That's going to wrap it up for this week. I'm certain I'm going to have a lot more to say next week. And as I said, I have that Tallahassee lobby. I'm going to be a Tallahassee lassie again. And uh, when I come back, uh, I'm not going to leave until February uh, but when I come back from that trip I'll maybe I'll find out exactly what Freddie Boom Boom Cannon was going woo about uh, because there was nothing to woo about when I was there last time maybe I missed it maybe there's something else to go woo about it certainly wasn't Whataburger anyway that's the world as I see it from here uh, thanks again everybody for tuning in until next time this is Brittany Summer saying the truth <laughs>